up, my badass ishes? Welcome back to the 28 Days of Self-Love. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic main-ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Today is day 18. Happy Saturday. Thank God this week felt like literally forever. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> it fucking did for me. Today, we're going to be talking about being the center of attention. The reason that I want to talk about this within this topic of self-love is because when you are in a situation that you feel yourself becoming the center of attention, you start to feel yourself sort of flail and freak out if you don't have this full confidence yet and it can start to feel like your self-love is being questioned. I want to validate you that just because you're not good at being the center of attention doesn't mean that you don't love yourself. It just means that you don't know how to handle being the center of attention. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today and hopefully give you some pieces of advice that you'll be able to use next time you're in a situation that you feel yourself becoming the center of attention. Let's first talk about that situation in general and how absolutely uncomfortable and terrifying it really can be. When you get yourself into a circumstance that you suddenly end up being the center of attention, let's say you are going to meet somebody new and you all of a sudden feel this pressure of putting on a performance. You feel this pressure of needing to be your best self and to to show them who exactly you are and to want them to like you or to want them to at least see you or making sure that you best fit in line with what it is that they are looking for out of you, what they're expecting out of you. And you can feel that there's this layer of judgment, not necessarily in a negative way that they're being like bitchy and judging you, but that they are just like expecting something out of you. And you're kind of like, what do you want? What do you want? (laughs) No, let me let me show you who I am. I don't know what you want to see out of me, but let me produce that for you. (laughs) Especially, you know, my issues. I know you guys are just like me and want to be your best self for these people as if you have anything to prove to them. But that's just who we are. You know what? It's just who we are. So we're going with it. Let's figure out how to work with it rather than trying to suppress it and work against it. I also feel that as women, and I'm sorry to my male listeners out there, but (laughs) I just kind of have a quick little woman moment. I feel that as women, we already are up against this social construct that we have to show that we are good enough, that we aren't like ditzy or we aren't easily taken advantage of, that we are this strong individual that can have an intelligent conversation. And that's honestly where that saying of I'm not like most girls comes from that is now made fun of. But that's kind of what you're trying to prove when you are showing up for other people and end up being the center of attention. It's this idea that you want to seem unique and there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion. While women do have this construct that we need to perform so that you know that we can't be taken advantage of and that we are intelligent beings that are deserving of equality and 
the same respect that you would give to a man. And this is where I'm coming from. Maybe this will make it more clear. Like sometimes if you go up to, or like, let's say you're with your significant other, or maybe you're not, maybe you're just like in a bar. Okay. Set the scene. We're in a bar and you're standing there and you're in a setting with a group of guys. The reason I said significant other is because maybe you're with like their friends. So that's where you're coming back to the center of attention idea that you're meeting their friends and or you're just in front of their friends and you feel that you need to prove that you're a good person, that whether it's a good person for him or it's just proving for yourself that you're worth talking to. Sometimes men will act as though you're lesser until you show them that you're worth talking to and that you're intelligent and that you can hold a conversation to the same level that their guy friends can. And I honestly don't mean this in any attacking way. Sometimes they're just fucking stupid and ignorant and don't realize that they're doing it. My boyfriend has a friend that he's the sweetest guy, but he just doesn't know how to interact with women and so he will completely ignore me like as if I don't exist and truth be told it's actually like the rudest fucking thing and it irritates the absolute shit out of me then I come back to this point of feeling as though I have to prove something to them and then once I do talk to him and I swear to God, guys, this happens like literally every time I'm with him. Like no matter how many times I've been with this person, every time I'm with him, he will do this. And I got it got to the point that I like didn't even want to interact and my boyfriend would have to like pull me into the conversation, like engage me in the conversation because he knew that I was fucking irritated about it. But now I realize that it's not about me. It's about him and that I need to not take it personally Therefore, not putting the opinions of these other people that you are the center of attention in front of so at the forefront of your mind and bringing it more so into what you can do to make that a better situation for yourself without this construct of needing to prove something just by showing up as you are and not again feeling this like flailing out of control trying to to get some sort of point across in a frantic way type of attitude. I feel like so much of the time when we hear about self-love or self-improvement, it's that the self-improvement and the self-love have to come first and that's when the other things will fall into line. And I mean, yeah, in a magical world that you can just love yourself and then all of life's events will then be better. Yeah, that's true. But that's just like not how life works. That's not how it works. You're in all of these situations and while you're in these situations, you're learning to love yourself. So how is that even fair that you have to figure out how to love yourself and you're basically screwed in all the situations in for the time being that you're trying to figure that out? And honestly, in my opinion, it ruins it even more because as you're in these situations and you're not able to handle them, you're not building that self-trust that makes you feel that you are capable of loving yourself and then it makes you hate yourself a little bit more. So we have to find ways within all of these situations to build on our own self-love. And it's not going to be this one self-love topic that makes us love ourselves more. It's going to be actually focusing and putting an effort towards and making a goal for these day-to-day situations that will help us put intention towards loving ourselves in specific and tiny ways. So when you're in these situations, like being the center of attention, you have to 
have intention towards a specific goal rather than entering the situation flailing and not knowing what's going on and how to control the situation what you want to do is enhance your control of the situation and enhance your commitment to seeing that through I don't want you wishes to get confused with the trying to take control because we are one and the same in that we have an issue with control potentially and feel that we can control every situation if we hear the word control. If we set the intention to control something and it doesn't see it through, then we are like, fuck, we're the worst. We suck. I can't believe we did that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, that's not the truth. It's that you need to Take control over yourself, not control over the situation. What this is going to look like is when you are in that position that you feel like you are the center of attention and eyes are on you and you are trying to show people something, decide in your head what your goal is. What do you want them to see rather than allowing it to play out and hope that it will just figure itself out and people will assume what you thought you wanted them to see in your own head. So using a meeting new people example, your goal could be, I want to show them who I am. So while you're having conversations, you can frame your answers around that topic, around showing people who you are. It doesn't have to be so calculated as I'm making it sound. You're going to be able to manipulate it towards each situation and it's going to help you love yourself more because you are not going to be so afraid to give your opinions because you know from the beginning of this conversation that that's your goal, that your goal is to share what your viewpoint is on it in a way that best reflects who you are. Because if you remember from our knowing who you are situation, you need to make sure that you are saying things that best reflect who you are and that's what's going to make you not be afraid to say something because if you stand by what you say and what you do, you're not going to regret the things that you say. Remembering that it's okay to pause before you give a response. You can think about what you're going to say before you say it and make sure that it's something that truly reflects who you are. Remember that a wise man is a man of very few words. It's somebody that doesn't feel like they have to speak endlessly into the conversation that they can only speak when they actually have something worth listening to or worth saying. There's a person that I know that literally, I swear to God, never shuts up. And I don't like this person. Never shuts up. And I have never heard a man say so much and, and say so little at the same time. I can't even hear when he does say something worthwhile because he just is always talking just to talk. He like talks in quotes and talks in bullshit. And he does have like things that I agree with, like good quotes and good ways to look at the world. But because he's just spilling shit out in just a nonsense manner, he's very hard to listen to. If you can find a way to keep it short and sweet and just say what it is you truly mean and put pieces into conversations that reflect who you are, it's going to feel like you are reaching that goal that you set for yourself at the beginning of the conversation. And the second piece of that was committing to seeing that through. So making sure that you aren't getting off topic, that you are actually consciously thinking about your thoughts 
throughout the time that you are the center of attention until the attention is off of you and you feel that you can lighten up a little bit because people aren't mind readers. And that is a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing in the sense of they don't know how frantic you are and how you're trying to get them to show you who they are. But it's a bad thing in the sense that like I make the mistake a lot of the time that I think people are mind readers, that I think that people will just know who I am. And I can't make that assumption. I, I can't assume that people know what's going on inside of my head. Same thing with being the center of attention. I a lot of the times assume that people will get a good gist of me from this tiny interaction. And that's just not the truth. I've talked to you guys about static identities before in that you know 100% of who you are, but this 5% of your life that these people saw makes up 100% of their identity of you. So what are you going to do with that? Are you going to just flail and not know how to handle the situation? Or are you going to put intention behind it and actually try to aim for a result that you actually would like to achieve by the end of the conversation. Ask yourself what you want people to know by the end of the conversation, whether that's who you are or getting a specific point across regarding the conversation that you're talking about. What do you want people to know by the end of the conversation and behave and take action and verbalize what those things are so that you don't have to feel like you didn't get your point across when it comes to the end of the attention being on you. Tomorrow, we're going to be getting into comparison, which is so important when it comes to self-love because with the fucking internet and with the people in our lives, I swear to God, it feels like that's all we do is compare ourselves to others and trying to become our best selves based off of the lives and opinions and perspectives of other people. So we're going to be getting into that tomorrow. Tune in for that tonight at midnight. Other than that, you can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt. You can follow Wellish at Wellish podcast both on Instagram and then you can follow me on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. I will talk to you issues tomorrow. Bye guys.